Thank you for listening to Inside the 435. Our show is supported by sponsors and our loyal audience. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced with Anchor. Here is why you should use Anchor to produce your podcast. It's free, no cost to you ever. There are creation tools built into Anchor allowing you to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor takes the tedious and long process of distribution off of your to-do list. Your show will be automatically distributed to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you. Everyone dreams of making a little bit of money from a podcast. This is made possible by Anchor. With no minimum listenership, you can be offered sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do not wait a second longer. Download the free Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to episode number 8 of Inside the 435. This is my first experiment with uh, morning episodes. I don't know how well it's going to do for my viewership, like live viewership. Um, But live viewership's not like the best anyway. Most of my viewership comes from... um, Most of it comes from post uh, upload to Spotify, YouTube, things like that. Um... But I thought I'd experiment with morning episodes. It's more convenient for me. I prefer to wake up and, you know, do things. Um, but yeah, this is episode number eight. And today, uh, one of the big topics is going to be the coronavirus and Trump signing an executive order uh, or planning on signing an executive order today, prioritizing COVID uh, vaccine shipment to the U.S. And when I heard this, it originally sounded kind of selfish. Um, basically claiming that the U.S. needs it most when the U.S. is, you know, one of the worst countries for, you know, when it comes to social distancing and, you know, all of the things we're supposed to be doing. We don't do very good um, on average. Um, but then I found out that it's more uh, in in the U.S. prioritizing shipment to ourselves before helping other countries. So um, what the White House is basically saying, they're basically using this um, politically to say that Trump is putting America first. And, well, that is good. It also doesn't make much sense. It's not, like, political. I mean, any president puts America first. You're the president of the United States. Um, Biden's going to put America first, but he's not going to, like, you know, milk that he's putting America first because that just makes you seem almost like a child. And... uh. I don't understand how this is a political move unless the sole purpose of the order, signing the order, is to be political. Um, and if it is, if the whole um, plan of this order, this this order that I, I believe is beneficial, um, is to be political and is to um, make a political statement and show that Trump is a good president, then he's actually not. Then that's actually not an appropriate move for the president. Um and if this is the case, then Trump's not dedicated to America. But I think the the way the order works is to force the U.S. government to allow citizens to receive the vaccine before beginning aid to foreign members. And for me, that seems like a given. You shouldn't, um, you know, no matter how caring you are 
or you know philanthropic you are you don't give away your last 10 cents um because you know before we begin aid to foreign nations we don't help nations until we're in a good spot that's just that's what makes sense that's that's a given. I mean, it, it, sure, it's putting America first, like if you want to use that phrase, but it's not a you know groundbreaking political change. I mean, this is just something that should be done and is you know would be done by any U.S. president. Um, and I don't think that even an order was necessary. Like I feel like, yes, obviously the order is good. Like the orders, but I don't. And I'm not you know saying that the order is not necessary to um, you know uh, talk bad about Trump. I'm saying that I don't think in the U.S. we should have to have an order signed by the president of the United States saying that we should get the vaccine before other nations. You know, like we don't we shouldn't help other nations until we are in a good spot. Um, so I don't think it's a necessary um, vaccine or order. I don't think it's a necessary uh, political um, issue for, you know, Trump to be milking. But. Biden has stated that he does not believe that there is a comprehensive plan to administer the drug and have it ready and in places where the drug is going to be administered. Um, you know, he, he doesn't believe there is a comprehensive plan to get the drug from the companies to, um, you know, the containers to the actual needle. And um, this has been, you know, there's been a few um, medical experts who have said that, um, you know, if you're listening to the audio version, I put experts in air quotes because um, the people who have said this, I don't I don't necessarily um, have a uh, fair opinion of. Um, but so-called medical experts who are saying that that's total bullcrap and that they have a plan and that it's going to be um, carried out properly. And in a way, I trust them. Um, I've trusted experts uh, throughout most of this process. Um but you know when experts disagree, obviously you've got to trust somebody. But I, I think I'd say I've trusted experts um, for the most part throughout this whole process. And now what Republicans are saying is that uh, we should stop the politics and let the scientists do their job. That is a quote from Chris Wallace um, from Fox News. All right, he says that we should stop the politics and let the scientists do their job. And in a way, I like that because you know it, it's um, showing that. Even some of the radical right people from Fox News are saying that we should stop the politics and let scientists do their job, even though they haven't done that the entire time. And he was referring uh, to Trump claiming that the effort to release the vaccine was somehow a plot to defeat him in the election because Trump actually said that Trump actually believed that the effort to uh, release this vaccine before the election was an effort to uh, defeat him. And it had nothing to do with wanting to uh, release it before the election. It had to do with wanting to release it as soon as possible. We knew that once this vaccine was safe and ready, we were going to release it as soon as possible and start to administer it as soon as possible because that's what makes sense. You don't finish a vaccine and not use it. And it was not an effort to defeat Trump in the election. And, uh, you know, Trump lost the election because more people voted for Biden in states that mattered. Um, Trump lost the election because he lost the popular, uh, you know, more than 5 million votes. That's just the facts that you that you can't change that. You know, that's um, that's what happened. And um, Republicans are now claiming that this virus spikes, you know, spikes in the virus that we're seeing now are the fault, not of Trump. They're saying it's not Trump's fault, but it's the fault of people going inside and wearing masks, which scientifically is true. 
But it's funny that Republicans are now saying that the reason that this virus is spiking is because people are not wearing masks and they're going inside and not social distancing. And this was an ideology introduced by Republicans, not wearing masks and not social distancing. So you need to pick your poison. Either say that masks and um, going inside doesn't work and it's Trump's fault, you know, the the spikes, or say that um, we were wrong going inside and um, wearing not wearing masks will cause spikes and it's not Trump's fault. But they haven't said that from the beginning, so they can't hop on that bandwagon now. Um, and you know we, we're seeing a lot of hypocrisy. You see, you see hypocrisy all the time in politics. That's what politics is. It's a bunch of hypocrisy from, um, you know, rich wealthy men in Congress. Um, you know, I and obviously we're getting to a point where there's you know a lot more female representation in Congress, which is awesome. But you know, for the most part, it's you know rich you know, white men. That's what Congress mostly is. And we're seeing a lot of hypocrisy from especially the Republicans in the House and the Senate. Um, and we're seeing a lot of hypocrisy from President Trump himself because President Trump is holding rallies in Georgia um, for the runoff races. And if you've seen pictures from that rally, you saw nobody social distancing, nobody wearing masks, including the president. Um, and But he's also claiming that Americans need the vaccine the most. So if we're not going to do the simple things, and wear masks and social distance like we've been told to do from the beginning. I mean, once we knew about this virus, like two months in, they said, okay, we should be wearing masks. And it's been that way for six months now. They've said we should be wearing masks. Every American should be wearing masks when you go out. They've said that for six months. There's been orders. There's been mandates. There's been recommendations. Six months. And the president of the United States hasn't gotten the memo. Uh, Trump supporters who go to their, his rallies haven't gotten the memo yet. That's what doesn't make any sense. So if we can't do the simple things that could have probably stopped this virus, if everybody's wearing masks and social distancing and staying inside and not going out, if we did the simple things, maybe we wouldn't need this vaccine. So you're, you're basically using the vaccine as a scapegoat and saying that since we didn't do the right thing, we deserve the vaccine, which in a way makes sense scientifically. You know, if we're going to if we're having spikes because we're not doing the right thing, we need the vaccine. But morally, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like if you're if you any, you know, human that has a brain will know and it makes sense to them that if somebody is, you know, not doing the right thing, they don't deserve, you know, extra help. You know, you don't um, go to your teacher, you know, in math class, you don't go to your teacher after you haven't tried, um, you know, to ask your friend or tried to look it up on your computer before. So. We can't, if we can't do the simple things, how are we going to be able to handle a widespread um, uh, virus um, vaccine and um, um, like handling that? Um, how are we supposed to handle getting everybody? And we've already known. We already, you know, studies are showing that forty percent of Americans are not comfortable taking this virus. So if you're not comfortable social distancing and you're not comfortable wearing masks and you're you're not comfortable taking a vaccine, all of the things, those are all the possible things. That is all we can do. There's no more we can do to stop this virus. We can't just wait it out. We have a vaccine. I mean, if, if you don't want to wear masks and social distance like most Republicans don't, take the vaccine and get over it. Like if we all take this vaccine, it's, go, it's going to end. Like that's, you know, a fact. So choose. 
like if you're not comfortable wearing a mask and you're not comfortable getting a vaccine and you're not comfortable social distancing and you're not comfortable staying in, um, I mean, are you comfortable dying? Because that is what's going to happen. You only have a certain amount of choices. And if you don't take this vaccine, obviously there, there could be some, um, truth to herd immunity. We don't, um, understand, um, the, you know, facts and everything behind her herd immunity because, um, we haven't given the virus to, the chance to do that if that is, you know, even an option. Um, so we need to know if, um, you know, that if, you know, w what this vaccine could do, um, in that case, but at the moment it doesn't look like, um, we're going to see any form of herd immunity because that's, you know, most scientists are saying that that's not, you know, a possibility. So we need to, if everybody takes this vaccine, we're going to get through this. If everybody were to social distance and wear masks, we'd be through this. Um, so it's, it's really, um, you know, hypocrisy that's, you know, leading this, um, struggle in the U S with the vaccine. Uh, here's a question. When do you think we'll have the vaccine? So right now, um, it's waiting on its final approvals. And after that, it, it will be within days that, um, the vaccine will begin to be distributed. Um, it's going to start with, uh, you know, healthcare workers, and then it will go to, um, you know, people who are at high risk in nursing home, nursing homes um, with pre-existing conditions, and then finally to the general public. And the people in the general public who are going to be prioritized first are the people who haven't had it yet. Um, I've had it, so, you know, maybe I'm not going to need to get the vaccine immediately, um, you know, or maybe I won't need to get the vaccine for a long time. We don't really know because there's not enough information on that yet. We don't know because we haven't distributed it, but it, it could be within the week. It could be within two days. It could be today. It could be, you know, next week. You never know, but it's going to be soon. Um, we're just waiting on final approval, and then we're going to um, begin to distribute it. So it's actually going to be pretty soon, um, which is good. But let's talk about um, Biden's inauguration. Uh, you know, after California has finally certified their votes, um, it is official that... Uh, well, somewhat official. We still have to wait for um, the Electoral College to vote. But based on um, vote certifications um, and lawsuits, Biden has officially enough electoral votes to become president of the United States. And all we're waiting for now is, you know, Inauguration Day and the Electoral College Voting Day. And Trump has said that he's not. Well, he's he, he's made multiple statements um, contradicting themselves about going to Biden's inauguration. Does he have to be there? No, we don't care. Should he be there? He definitely should. Um, you know, Obama went to his. Um, so I what? Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that you know, you know, Trump has said um, that he will not go, and Trump has said that uh, he knows that he will. Um, but he's not ready to talk about it yet. He said many things all contradicting um, themselves. And I, I think it's actually, I would almost prefer him not be there. I think by him not going, it's showing that in the U.S. we have freedom and we trust our system. And whether or not you believe this election was fair, which it, which it was, um, whether or not the president wants to leave and whether or not he's going to be mature about the situation uh, government in the U.S. goes on, life goes on, and we are going to get past Trump. He'll be gone. Biden will be our next president, and you know he will begin to make the decisions, and he will have the power. And it shows that it doesn't matter if you think it's fair. It doesn't matter 
if you um, trust the system, it doesn't matter whether you think you should be leaving office. Life goes on and we're going to get past it. The um, inauguration will happen. The voting will happen. And Biden will be the next president. Do I trust the vaccine? Okay. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, if a doctor, if doctors are telling me that it's, you know, um, I don't remember who quoted. I think it might have been AOC. I think actually, I think it was Kamala Harris. Um, and I think she said that um, uh, she will take it if Fauci says she should take it um, and that we should be taking it. Um, but she will not take it if Trump, you know, says uh, that uh, she should take it. And yes, I will. I'll take it. I mean, I, I had it. Um, you know, I don't want to get it again if it gets to a point where I no longer have the antibodies. Um, and yes, I definitely trust the vaccine. I've never I haven't been given reason to not trust it. So at the moment, I will say I trust it. But if you can give me reason, and I don't mean like, you know, the people watching this because, um, you know, we're not scientists. But if somebody can give me reason and reason that I trust as to why I shouldn't be taking it, then, yeah, I probably won't take it. But at the moment, I have no information. Like people saying that I shouldn't take it. The only thing they've said is you shouldn't take it. They're going to microchip you, which we know is not true. Um, That's not going to happen. That's just basic human rights being violated. And our country doesn't do that. Um, Well, for the most part, does not do that. Um, but yeah, I definitely trust the vaccine. I trust doctors. I've trusted, um, you know, scientists throughout this whole thing. Just like Chris Walls from Fox News says, uh, stop the politics and let scientists do their job, which is the, one of the first um, and very intelligent statements that I've heard from a Republican throughout this entire uh, situation, this entire election, this entire coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, so... I think that at the point that we're looking, the point that we're seeing with the coronavirus right now is we're seeing jumps because of Thanksgiving and we're starting, you know, we're kind of a week out, two weeks out, and that's where we're going to start seeing those big jumps. Um, you know, because tests take a week-ish sometimes to get back to you. Uh, you know, symptoms don't set in from two to five days. So we're, we're about that 10-day mark where we're about to start seeing a lot of jumps, and we already have. Um and it's not going to stop. It's Christmas season. More people are going to get together on Christmas than got together on Thanksgiving. And we're going to be looking at um, possibly a pretty rough situation. And I think that it's going to be a while now. You know, but with this vaccine, things could are definitely going to speed up. I think that we will be, I think that next summer, um, you know, whether everybody in the U.S. decides to, uh, you know, be mature and make the right decisions. I think whether or not we do that, we're going to be back on the streets in the summer, you know, and, and just enjoy our summer. Um, but it definitely could speed up. I think we could be done with this by now. I think, you know, by the time, I think we could have completely started school open. I don't think we would have closed. I think we could have, they would have, you know, recommended we go spend time with our families on Thanksgiving if we had done the right things from the beginning, which we haven't done. And now we're getting tired of it. Finally, after almost, you know, we're at, like 10 months we're finally getting tired of it like i was tired of it after you know a month or two and i was like guys let's just do what we need to do it'll won't take long and biden just the other day recommended we wear masks and social distance for 100 days and he said 100 days and i promise you we're going to be back on our feet not really you know his grounds to promise us that we'll be back on our feet in 100 days but i do definitely i i believe that if we wear masks and social distance for 100 days we'll be back on our feet when do you think the earliest and the latest school goes back to five days a week? Um, the earliest we go back to five days a week. Um, well, for our school, they've already said we're not going back five days a week for the rest of the year. The earliest is the beginning of next school year. Um, 
And I think that might be for most schools. I think four days a week is probably the most we're going to get. The earliest is next school year. And I think that's the latest is probably the second semester of next school year. But I think that we'll definitely get in um, five days a week. Uh, the beginning of next school year, because we'll have vaccines, we'll have, um, you know, most people being immune because they've got the vaccine or not, not immune, but um, relatively safe. So I think that the earliest would be next beginning of next school year, latest would be beginning of the second semester of next school year. Um, but if I had to make a guess and, you know, place my bet on it, I would say that we'll be back five days a week in the fall of 2021, which seems like a long time because it is. Um but I'll be honest, the, the current thing that we're doing right now, which we just started doing, is, you know, the guided learning, the, um, you know, the, the Zoom class learning, um, because what we've been doing at our school has been, um, you know, throughout the virtual days has been, um, you know, going online alone and working, which is very tough. I mean, students can't handle that. I mean, high school is not meant to be taught online. Um, online school, you know, like. Uh, you know, virtual university, if people do that, that's meant to be taught online. It's built that way. Um, high school is not meant to be taught online. So I think that now that we're doing Zoom classes every day and, you, you know, you're with your teachers, it's easier. Our workload is, is less. And everybody agrees on that. I've never heard anyone that says, you know, I've heard people who say they don't like it because they can't work at their own pace. But the workload is, is so much less. And it's awesome. You're, you you get to be face to face with your teachers. Um you know, I don't know about most people, my grades have skyrocketed and only in, in just the week that we've started this Zoom learning. So I don't care when we go back five days a week. I don't think it's necessary. And I don't even like want to at this moment. Um, we already know we're going to finish the semester online. Um, and then they're going to consider hybrid, you know, mid-January, late January. Um, but at this point, I'm not rushing at all, like to get, you know, in person. Um, in-person hybrid learning is so tough because you have that, it's, it's so confusing on, you know, and it really, I think it destroys your, um, you know, your mental health because you you know, it's confusing what days you're in, what days you're out. Um, your, your schedule is never consistent. You know, every once in a while they'll cancel our Tuesday or cancel our Thursday. It's so inconsistent. So confusing. I think it's, it, it was a terrible way of learning. It, it was some of the worst education I've ever received. And it's not because my school is bad. My school is great. Um, but it was some of the worst education I've ever received. And I'd rather be completely online like we are now, you know, doing these meetings with our teachers every day than do what we've been doing. And I know a lot of people disagree with me on that. A lot of people love to, you know, enjoy the hybrid learning. A lot of people wanted to go back to school four days, five days a week. Um, but at this point, I don't think it's it's the right move uh, health-wise. I don't think it's the right move education-wise. And I don't think it's the right move really in any way. So I think what we're doing right now is perfect especially with the Christmas season on the way. And then after Christmas, you know, we should stay home for a while because people are going to contract it during that time. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we should, you know, by Christmas, we're going to have a vaccine widespread. Hopefully we're going to have at least 60% of Americans getting the vaccine. That's the goal. Um, do I think cases will go, come down when Biden's in office? Um, well, I know they will, but it's not necessarily because Biden's in office. The only reason is it's going to be because it's January and we have a vaccine. Um, so yeah, Biden's coronavirus is going to look a lot better than Trump's, but that's just because, um, you know, Biden just got in office and the vaccine's been out for, you know, maybe a month and things are looking good. So, and I also do think that, you know, Biden's going to issue this national lockdown and he said he's doing this on his first day. Um, 
and I've been pro-national lockdown throughout this whole thing, but I don't think it's going to be necessary by the time Biden's in office. I really don't. So I think he's going to use discretion. I don't think we're going to see that national lockdown we were expecting to see um, this year. Um, so yeah, cases are definitely going to go down when Biden's in office. You know, there'll still be some spikes probably. Um, but yeah, cases are going to go down when Biden's in office. And it's not, it's, it, you know, it's, it's partially because of him and it's partially not. Most of it's just going to be timing. Um, it'll be January, vaccine. People are staying inside with their family. So yeah, cases are definitely going to go down uh, when's Biden. But when, when Biden's in office, um, so yeah, you guys should definitely let me know what you think of the morning classes, look, classes, the morning, um, live stream, the morning show, um, you know, cause I start class in an hour now and, uh, I kind of like getting up, getting ready and, um, you know, night before planning everything out, getting up, watching the news and the, you know, commenting and doing this, it's kind of, uh, beneficial for me. Um, you know, the night, the night thing was nice, but it also kind of, uh, messed up my day. I felt like, um, you know, especially now that I've got these classes online. So, you know, I'll do whatever people prefer. People are, you know, I know it's probably easier for people to get on in the, uh, you know, afternoons, but you know, whatever works most for people I'll probably do. And, you know, I'm still going to upload them so you can still watch them whenever you want. But other than that, um, uh, thank you to everybody who stopped by for the live stream. Uh, thank you um, for uh, watching. Thank you for asking questions. And this has been episode number eight of Inside the 435. My name is Jack Bowie, and I'll see you next time.